Hi guys, welcome back to Season 3, Episode 1 of CSA Talks. I am Sonia and I'm your co-host and with me is Amy. Hi guys, um, my name is Amy. I'm a first year. I'm on marketing and I'm currently studying MIT. And today our lovely guests on our podcast are Jeffrey, Brianna, and Wilson. So feel free to introduce yourselves, guys, starting with Jeffrey. Um, hello guys, my name is Jeffrey and I am also first year studying poli sci here at Western. Um, I am in the department of events for CSA and it's my first year. Hi guys, I'm Brianna. I'm a first year as well in health sci, and it's also my first year um, on CSA and I'm in MR. Hi everyone, I'm Wilson. I'm in my third year at BMOS. I'm in corporate relations, having a lot of fun. And this is also my first year in CSA. All right, thank you for this awesome introduction, guys, and thank you so much for being on this podcast. So we are really excited to introduce you guys to our first podcast of this season, which in short is all about relationships. And we really wanted to focus on this, A, because it's kind of a CSA tradition, like every other first podcast of the season CSA has done for CSA Talks has been like about relationships. And also just because university is really all about kind of like finding yourself. There's like a lot of pressure for university to be these like formative golden years and especially especially in first year, everyone's testing out new waters and trying to establish this new identity and meet new people. As well, like everyone's experiences are different, especially in university, um, where it's very easy to make the assumption everyone is in a relationship or going out and meeting people. In a way, the beginning of university kind of feels like one big first date. So that being said, the focus of today's podcast is sort of how do you know what you want out of a relationship and how do you find that healthy balance once you're in one? So now that you know all that context, we're going to go around again, starting with Sonia, and hopefully everyone will share the current relationship status and what's up. Okay, so I'm currently in a relationship that has, it's pretty, it just passed a little over half a year and my boyfriend is on campus. How about you, Amy? Um, I've been dating my boyfriend for less than half a year, five months, so a little under. Um, and we're like a medium distance relationship. He goes to Waterloo, so yeah. Jeffrey? Yeah, so I am currently single and that's about it. I am also single. Wilson? Yeah, I've been in a relationship for almost a year now. My girlfriend also goes to Waterloo. That's cute. Waterloo represent. All right. So now that we know everyone, the details of everyone's relationship status, just wanted to get like a quick overview. Um, I can't speak on behalf of everyone, but like, you know, when I was younger, I was always like spoon fed the whole notion that relationships were this like very adult thing that I was not ready for, which I think is like a very typical traditional Asian parent view. I mean, like I talked to my parents briefly about it, I think like probably when I was in high school once or twice. And it was always like a very like awkward conversation just because for my parents, like dating was not something they did in high school. Like dating was like you were like 20 and your parents were like nagging at you to like get married. So I think for me, like 
there was always this like idea that oh you're not ready for like dating or like dating is not something that you should be doing right now um and I don't know if like any of you guys like felt that way or like have similar experiences but like if you do like please like jump in and like let me know how like you were raised no I definitely had like same similar experience as you um like I feel like my parents during high school or like at least my mom especially was always like oh like you don't have to date like right now like it's not like it's not gonna last like it's just high school um wait until university blah 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 so yeah I didn't date all throughout high school um and then now that I'm in university I feel like my mom's like whole opinion like perspective have like has like changed and she's like when are you gonna be in a relationship or like yeah (laughs) like I don't know it's like a like as soon as I um came into university it's like oh now everyone's in a relationship um yeah I would just kind of like want to give a different perspective I guess because my parents um I think it has to do a lot with the fact that they met during high school or like I think middle school or something like that so I guess their view is a little different but ever since I got into high school um actually they've always been pestering me about who I like or like if I'm in a relationship and it's still going on to this day so it sucks a little you know it's this constant reminder that I'm still single but um yeah that's just a different like I guess perspective on this topic um honestly I think that's really cute that like your parents are so involved and they want to know if you have like crushes or if you're in a relationship I think it's very different being from like an Asian household where like that topic is just not very talked about like even with my parents like I've never really like ever stated like I am dating my current boyfriend it's just them like figuring it out like I like I think I wanted her like my mom to just like find out that I was dating my boyfriend rather than me have to tell my boyfriend just because I really didn't want to have that conversation and I think like it is different like it it's different when like your parents are constantly saying like oh you don't need to date like oh like you can date when you're older like you should focus on school I feel like sometimes when I don't do well on school or something like I tend to like blame my relationship sometimes which is really bad but I think like I don't know it's just weird like seeing how like by like hearing your parents constantly like say like oh you shouldn't date like it really like gets to your head sometimes yeah Yeah. like sorry um for me I think I remember like one time when I was um like nine or eight I don't know I don't know why this like came up I think it was because oh this is like a completely irrelevant story but we were reading like the big Nate comics like if any of you guys like remember and like in it like Nate has like this like massive crush on like Jenny you know and they're like I think they're supposed to be like in sixth grade during that book and I remember thinking about it I'm like that's crazy like being in sixth grade dating so I just like brought it up to my mom I was like hey like when do you think is like an appropriate age to like be in a relationship and she was like "Mm, like 18 like maybe 16 if you're really mature and I remember at the time I told her I'm like mom that is totally crazy like you're insane nobody like waits that long until like like they start dating which now that I think about it I don't like know a lot of people that like got into like a relationship like before like around like you know 16 17 which now that I think about it like does sound like 
quite reasonable. Um, that being said, do you guys like think that there's like a certain age you have to be in order to like maintain like a healthy and meaningful relationship, I guess? Like this is open to anyone. I just want to like know what you think. Wait, before we begin with this topic, it was shocking to you that there was like a they were dating in grade six because like I was kind of in like a situation or like relationship in grade six kind of thing. Like I'm sure everybody else has also been in one of those because come on, it's like we're, we're in elementary school. Don't tell me that, like I'm the only one. Yeah, the fake like fake relationships kind of thing. Wait, I feel like it's interesting. Like when did you guys have your first crush? Like what age were you when you had your first crush? I think I was in grade, what was it, three? And like, I had just switched from like, I was in like a two to three class, like grade two and three, but then I switched to a three and four. And then my crush was like a grade four. And like, I remember like, um, he ended up moving like the next year. And so like, he wrote me like a whole note and, he, and everything. And he got me like a bar of chocolate and like gave me like, I think like it was his mom or dad's like phone number so we could call each other. And then like, um, I like kept that note for so long and it wasn't even like a note. It was just like a heart that he wrote. Like he just literally drew me a heart. And then like, I think I recent, like not recent, like a couple of years ago, like I found him on Instagram and then I said, hi. And then that's it. I was just like, oh my God, this is like, like, this is like weird to me that like my first crush is like here. Like I was like, okay. And then I just never talked to him ever since. No, but um, that's so cute. Jeffrey, what were you going to say about sorry. your elementary yeah, school no. situationship? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Okay. So my first crush was in grade one, actually, and I'm still talking to her. I'm like her close friend, actually. Um, so that's a little funny, a little awkward. I don't know. Not really, though. Um, but my situationship was in grade six, and um, we talked over Skype a lot, but then her parents found out, and they had to, like, end things between us, so that was really unfortunate. Who knows what could have happened, but... <laughs> they do say the first love cuts the deepest. That's very insightful. Thank you for sharing, Jeffrey. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think my first crush was also, like, yeah, like, grade three, like, Sonia. I don't know like you probably I do remember the first time I thought someone was cute it was like Cecil from Spy Kids which is probably like really like weird and irrelevant but yeah I think my first proper crush was also like third grade um since we're on the topic of like crushes I think I mean now that we're in university I think it's really like easy to think that we're old and like wise enough to like avoid like the stage of like puppy love and infatuation but I think it's also really easy to build your entire identity around a relationship at this time just because they feel a lot more serious and you think you're like smart enough and you know better to like not but you end up anyways so like what are your thoughts on that do you think there's any way you can avoid like you know like puppy love or do you think that's just like a natural healthy stage in a relationship um so I think for me I'm always like caught up in infatuation, I guess. So at the very first stage of talking, I would typically be like pretty interested. And then that's until I realized that, you know, maybe they aren't the one. And I guess that kind of sort of leads me to leading them on. I don't know if anyone else has this issue. 
might just be me. I think it might just be Gage Epre. Um, Wilson, was there anything you wanted to add on? Um, yeah, I wanted to add on to a previous point where I don't think that there's a right age when you're approaching relationships. Obviously, everyone's different and you're always going through different situations. I, I just think that some good advice when you're approaching relationships is just to make sure that you don't rush into anything. Like, in my opinion, you should get to know the person really well before you get into something because maybe there's something about them that would completely change your mind when it comes to approaching a relationship. That's Thank you, Wilson. True. Thank you. I think I could really take that into account and apply that to myself. I mean, yeah, like Wilson is kind of like, I guess, the person with the most, I guess, what's the word? Ethos here? I mean, long term, long distance relationship. You gotta, you gotta like take his word. But um, what do you guys look for in a relationship? I mean, this is more directed towards <laughs> Bree and Jeffrey, like not to put you on the spot. But I mean, obviously anyone is open to answer this, but if you're not describing your partner, I will be very disappointed in you guys. But yeah, Bree, Jeffrey, your turn to shine, I guess. Jeffrey, you start. Okay, fine, I'll start. Um, I think as of right now, where I base off what I'm looking for is, I guess, just what I've learned from previous experience. So what worked and what didn't work, I guess. And I think that has a huge impact on what I'm looking for now. But also at the same time, it negatively impacted what I'm looking for, or rather, I don't know, it's just created a little bit of a, a like a harsh reality that um, it's just harder for me <laughs> to find what I'm looking for now, I guess, because I'm so scarred from my past relationship. Anyways, but <laughs> your turn. <laughs> I feel like you just dodged that question. Like, I did not get anything from that one. Okay, anyways. Um, I don't know, for me, it's like, I don't have past experience to really base it off of, like what Jeffrey was saying. But like, I don't know, like I have, like I've seen, I don't know, I feel like I watch K-dramas, like I re recently got into K-dramas. And it's like, I feel like that has really higher or like increased my standards. Um, but like, yeah, I don't know. It sounds kind of cliche, but like, I feel like in a relationship, I would want someone who like, I can genuinely be myself around and like be comfortable around. Um, and also someone who like, would just like inspire me to be a better person. Yeah. <laughs> that is so wholesome. Um, yeah, sorry. Not to like drag you guys into it. I mean, obviously, Sonia and Wilson, you guys are in like great relationships, but do you guys like was there like a specific moment or like characteristic that drew you guys to like your partner or made you think like mm, I really want to be in a relationship with this person yeah I can go okay so firstly like I like to say like um I think a big part of knowing what you want in a relationship is like uh it actually comes through like being in a relationship so obviously I was in a relationship before my current one and that helped me realize a lot about what I want uh, out of a relationship so I guess like a good example of that would be uh, my ex wasn't someone particularly focused on academics and that de definitely negative negatively impacted me like it was a bit of a distraction so I think like in this relationship studies have to play a, a much larger role um, as for like what do I look for in a relationship uh, I guess like for like how I I knew I wanted to be in this relationship Firstly, it's just like, um, like I knew Felicia, who's my girlfriend, for quite a while. Like, we didn't always talk, but I knew her since 
high school. And I think like just by talking with her and actually I think like the key moment where I realized that I knew I wanted to be with her was just like, um, like we weren't like really going out on dates, but we were just doing like menial tasks, like going to the grocery store together, like that kind of stuff. Like just getting food, I realized like, oh, if I'm having a lot of fun doing this, like imagine how great a relationship would be. I also agree with Wilson. Like, I think like once you have like a relationship and then you like start looking for one, you definitely reflect on your past relationship to think about things that like you want and what you don't want. And like, I think when it came to like my boyfriend, when I realized that like, oh, I want to date him, I think like communicating like what we wanted in a relationship is like, I think that was like such a nice thing to have because it was like it aligned with like one another's so well and like honestly like I get like the whole talking and like getting to know them but I feel like for me like I felt like I knew that I wanted to date him pretty quickly because honestly I'll be honest I only talked to him for like two weeks before we started dating and like <laughs> it was like I feel like even within that two weeks we like hung out almost like pretty like I don't know how often like like almost like every other day and like I think it was like it was just nice to like get to know one so quickly that it felt like I'd known them for so long even though I had only known them for a couple weeks and like I think being able to like not only communicate but understand the other person because like what I've learned is that like you can communicate all you want but if your partner doesn't understand where you're coming from then there really is no point on communicating how you feel and I think that was like the biggest difference that I like noticed with like my current boyfriend yeah that's really true not that anybody asked but you know um so I've known my boyfriend for like a really long time like we met like in elementary school he sat next to me in third grade and like I initially liked him and we liked each other for like all of elementary school but it's like in elementary school you know you really like I I think for me I was like oh you know like this is elementary school it's never gonna like go anywhere but like we did talk to each other and I think we both knew that the other person liked each other we just like never like did anything about it because we were stupid I guess um and then we weren't like at the same high school and then last year he came back and you know it was like senior year and I was just sitting there and I was like this is like so stupid because like we've been making small talk for this whole year but like I'm like very clearly like still into him and I think he's still into me because there's no reason why he should still be like messaging me and like having the blandest conversations about like my cat which was like you know we didn't have any classes together we didn't really hang out in the same friend group so it was like really really like dry conversation but I was like you know like hopefully there's like something there so like yeah like we just like agreed to like hang out once and then I was like very blunt I think just because also I was like it was like a 10-year like slow burn okay I was like very like done with it at this point I was just like like, you know, like, do you like me? Can we get an answer? And then that's kind of how we started dating. But to build off of Sonia's point, like, I do think it's, like, really important, like, the whole, like, communication thing, just because we've known each other for so long, but we haven't, like, really, really, like, known each other because before, like, our conversation wasn't that substantial. Um, So it's, like, getting to know him, like, 
like for the second time I guess and it's like really like nice like talking to him and like finding out all these things but yeah that's basically like how I started dating my boyfriend um for the rest of you guys what do you guys like I mean I'm in a long distance relationship and I think because we were in a long distance relationship we kind of had it like easy with that whole like puppy love infatuation stage like obviously we want to like see each other like every day and like send each other like 10 billion texts like all the time but it was like the first like month of university and like that was not going to happen um and during that time I think it's like you learn a lot about like how to set like boundaries in a relationship because I think when I was younger I just automatically assumed if it was like a good relationship and if I was happy in it I wouldn't like feel the need to set boundaries you know like boundaries seemed like this like very like I don't know like stupid foreign like idea for like unhealthy relationships but you very quickly realize that like no it's like you need to have like some like guidelines and some rule for like space so I think how do you guys go about like setting like boundaries I guess like even if it's not for a relationship like I think it's even more important if you're like in like a situationship or it's like a complicated relationship that you guys like know what's like to expect out of the other person and what the other person expects out of you sorry that was a bit of like a long-winded ramble but yeah this is open to anyone so feel free to jump in before I answer your question I was wondering your boyfriend now was he like your first crush in grade three that you were talking about like earlier yeah that's really not to expose myself but that's very cute thanks he'll be very happy to hear that um but as you were saying about like the whole like boundary I think like um like I'm thinking about like when I set boundaries and it's like I think well I'm going to talk about my experience like obviously being on the same campus I think it's a little different with like your significant other off campus I think being on campus it definitely like gives you more opportunity to see each other and like definitely you can build that codependency on one another just because it's so easy to like see each other where like when you're home with like your parents it's like you don't get to see each other and spend as much time as you could but I think like what I've noticed with like my boyfriend is like, even if we do hang out, like we tend to hang out with like each of our own friend groups. So I think that's also before I say that, I think it's also important that like you have your own friends outside of your boyfriend and his friend group or like your boyfriend and your friend group. Like, I think it's, it's really important to just like have a life outside of your boyfriend respectfully. And like, um, what I've noticed is that even though we spend a lot of time with each other, I, did, I noticed that like we weren't spending a, a lot of time like just the two of us because we would spend a lot of time with like his friends or my friends and like something that I like kind of talked about because it felt like it was just like a hangout. I would kind of like we would kind of have like dates where it's just like date night where it's just like the two of us and we'll either like go off campus and go somewhere and eat dinner or we'll come and like just hang out with just the two of us. I think like being able to like differentiate between having time with like other people and just like yourself is also very important. But yeah, Wilson, how do you feel about this? Yeah, so obviously um, because like I, I don't go to the same, the same school as my partner, it's, it's a little more difficult. And actually as someone who doesn't like um, like texting or FaceTiming as much as like other people actually, 
like we've had to find better ways to communicate or like hang out, especially when we're not together. So firstly, I think like a big thing is uh, like, I'm very lucky to be able to be in a position where like we can see each other like either every week, like every weekend or every other week, um, just because like our schedules align and I also have a car. Um, other than that, I think that a big thing is like during the day, uh, like we we don't talk as much. Like for example, something that we started doing recently was like we won't text back and forth throughout the day because that's time consuming. But if we do get on our phones, it's just like I mean, we like text a lot at that moment for the other person to read and they'll, they'll catch up on it. And then uh, like also in the morning, I, I really hate talking to people. Like I'm very, I'm very antisocial, so um, usually our conversations tend to stray towards the end of the night, especially with class in the morning. So like at night, we'll just figure out what we're doing. Maybe we'll plan uh, to watch a movie together or something or like hang out with our friends, like lots of Valorant. And then we'll catch up at the end of the night before we go to bed, just like talking about how our day is. But I think that especially like it's very unfeasible for maybe me and other people to just communicate like throughout the day, even if my girlfriend did come to Western. That's cute. I think that's like really nice that you guys like have a routine. I mean, I don't know if like you guys would like be like interested, but like me and my boyfriend, we have like this like app. It's called, I don't know if you guys like heard of it. It's like all over um, like TikTok, but it's called Agape, I want to say. And it's like you answer like a question every day and like it like comes out at like midnight and like, I don't know. Oh, this is also another point I wanted to bring up, but like I want to know everyone's like love language. First of all, if you know your love language, I think those are like really interesting. But yeah, secondly, I'm like a words of affirmation person. So like, I like like seeing like what he's written, you know, like even if it's like we don't answer at the same time, it's just like nice having that little like notification there. And like the questions are like surprisingly insightful. They're like all really like cute, sweet stuff. That's like something you and your girlfriend like do. Like, I don't know. I think they're really cute. Yeah. like you just said like be real but for relationships kind of like that yeah but yeah do you guys like know your love languages I'm really curious about it I guess I can start us off um I guess for my love language it would be quality time or physical touch so yeah um I think my love languages I think they're like a little mix of everything I think like um I don't know like when you say like love language do you mean like like to receive or to give because I think those are two very different I think kind of but like to receive I think I very much prefer like words of affirmations and like physical touch and quality time and like I really like to keep I don't know my boyfriend calls me a hoarder but I don't know if <laughs> I I'm, I don't think it's a hoarder but it's like I like to keep like little things from whenever we go on dates and like keep little trinkets of everything we do so I like to keep that so like when he gives me letters or like notes I really like to keep but I don't know if you guys think this is like an act of service like and not like a I love language but birthdays are my love languages like I love going all out on birthdays like I know that's not a thing but I'm gonna make no, it no I I think gift giving <laughs> is like a love language no not even like just gift giving like I or love, just like celebrating their birthday yeah I love oh, celebrating birthdays like I love planning like a celebratory thing making their birthday and like baking something like I don't know it's just 
I think that is something I love doing. But what about you, Wilson or Brianna? Okay, I guess I can go next. I think that, uh, like for me, there's not necessarily one thing that I prefer to give or receive. But I think that, um, like obviously, it's not easy like doing some of these things, especially in a longer distance relationship, like physical touch. That's not as feasible. One thing that I really like to do or uh, like I really enjoy about my relationship is uh, like if we're doing something that's not necessarily that fun, like for example, like I, I don't like cooking that much and I really like it when my girlfriend comes over and like just does all the, like the boring stuff for me, like maybe she'll help like, okay, I don't want to sound misogynistic, but she'll come over, like clean my room, like do my laundry, make me food. Uh, like obviously it's it's really nice, but I think like the inverse is true. Obviously like, because um, she has eczema, like I'll, I'll always wash the dishes for her or uh, like I'll get her food if she's hungry. Maybe I won't cook as much or I'll make the drive up to her to Waterloo. Like I think um, like these are the, the little things about my relationship that I really enjoy. That's cute. I think, yeah, probably acts of service then. No, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's acts of service, but yeah, that's really cute um I don't know Brie I think you're the last one left um yeah I feel like I'm pretty similar similar as like um like as for receiving um I feel like acts of service like little things like um like if they see something that like reminds you of you or and then they like you know like get you a little something or like they send you a text or something like that so maybe I think that's acts of acts of service and then um, I also think physical touch, like, I feel like people would be surprised to hear me say that, but, like, yeah. Why do you think people would be surprised, Brie? Um, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know if you knew me, I, like, I feel like my close friends wouldn't really guess that. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get that. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I feel like also people really, like, I don't know if you guys think this, but like people really, I feel like don't have like good things to say about people with like their love language as physical touch, but I feel like it's so, it's, I don't know, it's just like a natural like feeling that you have, I guess, right? I don't know. No, I understand what you're saying because like when I first, like before I even got a relationship, I was like, no, acts of like, I mean, like physical touch, not for me. Like I just am not, like I don't like being touched but like ever since I think being in a relationship I think like what you're saying like it feels it's like it's just a feeling like it is nice and like I don't think it's like when people say physical touch it's not necessarily in a like a sexual way it's like it's just like I like being held <laughs> like like um I don't know like sometimes when like we're just like doing work and like I'm like on the bed and like he's just doing work like I just like would want him to like hold my hand or something like that I don't know Wilson did you have anything to add yeah I wanted to continue by saying that um like another thing that I put that we place an emphasis on in our relationship that works is like maybe you can't go on dates like every week because you can't see each other but I think a big thing is like um planning or having something to look forward to so that when you do see each other like there is something that you can do for example um like we kind of try to make a point of celebrating our anniversary every month like maybe we don't go out for dinner but like um like something small even just like getting her flowers or writing a note would, would be really nice and then like for the bigger things like 
Valentine's birthdays and Christmas. Like you go a little more out. That is really cute. I need to tell my boyfriend to start celebrating every anniversary. I need flowers. Um, this is for, I guess, again, Jeffrey, Brianna, <laughs> because you guys listed physical touch as one of your love languages. What are your thoughts on PDA? I mean, okay, this is also kind of like interlinked to like something we brought up earlier. And maybe Sonia can touch upon it again if it's not too redundant. But I think we all know like that one couple or like those like friends that became couples and now they're like attached to the hip. Every time you like see them, they're like, you know, like together, you know, and like maybe sometimes it's cute. Maybe other times it's just really gross and cringy. But um, yeah, so I guess that's two separate points. One, like thoughts on PDA, like how comfortable are you with it? Would you be like, upset if your partner didn't really like wasn't really into that I guess if you're like talking about PDA you could also talk about like social media I don't think that counts as PDA but I know some people are really uncomfortable with posting their significant other on social media um, which I think is interesting and yeah so Jeffrey free feel free to jump in and answer um I guess for me I do think that PDA is a little over the top or a little cringy at times but I also feel like there is like an appropriate time for it, to be honest. Like I'm not fully completely against it, but I still do think it is a little weird. But also you did mention something about like social media, right? Um, I don't think that is necessarily PDA, but um, I do also get that other people would see that as a little like awkward or they'd be like timid to the idea of doing that. But it's also for the other person, it could be like, a sense of you like thinking about them and that's why you're posting them so it's nice to be posted but um so as for that I guess I wouldn't be opposed to it either but Brie what are your thoughts on PDA uh, I'm honestly like not that big on PDA like I feel like I mean yeah like you said there's like a time and a place for everything um like yeah showing your affection in public like to an extent is okay and also like depends on context like if you're with like a group of people like I hate those like couples that are you know are like attached to the hip and like you're in a group of people like you know there's a time and place for everything um and then for like the social media part um I know like yeah people like really like argue over like oh like would you be mad if your boyfriend or your girlfriend wouldn't post you on their social media or something but like yeah I get it sometimes and um for me like I don't know if you guys have seen on TikTok, but like, you know, like the soft launching of your, <laughs> of your um, significant other, like, I think that is so cute. Like, just like little things. Like, yeah. I was literally about to like bring that up, but you did it for me anyways, which is great. Um, do you think like those are like a necessity in your relationship? Like if you're like the person you were dating was like, absolutely like, this is like a no-go zone. Like, I don't want like and like it wasn't like because like they didn't like like you like every other aspect of your relationship you were like very comfortable with but if they just like didn't like want to post you on social media like how do you think you would feel about that I mean as long as they have like a valid reason I feel like I'm like right now I can't think of one but like if they had something like if they had a reason to then yeah like it's not that big of a deal to me personally I I don't think that's like a valid reason for it to be like a make or break you know like I don't think just because they don't post you on social media doesn't mean you should date them or not but I think it's also like a combination of things if it's that and also 
they just don't show that they appreciate you or in other ways then i guess that does become a problem but yeah if they have a valid reason like Bree said or if that's just like the only thing they stray away from i guess it's it's fine but yeah but also Bree mentioned something about um soft launch funny story guys i went on a date with this girl i met on hinge and she posted a B reel okay and in the comments her friend commented omg is this a soft launch and um <clears throat> let's just say there was no second date so that was kind of embarrassing for her i guess but that also leads me to another point i want to bring this back up about how i mentioned leading people on and nobody said anything so do you guys want to like talk about your past situationships or something like that like surely you guys have done something similar i can't be the only person please don't tell me i'm the only person i mean jeffrey i think you're a leading expert in this field i mean i don't think i've ever been in like a situation ship i probably have like i mean i don't think i'm the expert authority and saying like oh yeah like yeah no i've definitely never led anyone on i think it really like depends on the person you ask like some people might interpret your behavior as flirting um but I don't know I think for me I've never been in a situationship and I think leading people on is just like I think it's like tricky because in order to establish that you have been leading this person on you have to like have a conversation with someone who's like hey like your behavior has like crossed like a border you know and I think it's like I don't know it's difficult but you seem very interested in the topic Jeffrey like feel free to like ask us questions like we'll respond um okay um for like leading people on I feel like it's okay sometimes if it's not established in the sense that like if the other person didn't say like hey I like you and then like okay so if someone said like hey I like you but you keep acting to them and the way that you were before they told you that then I think you are leading them on and you are at fault but if they never like said it to you verbally and it's just like people telling you like oh I think like they like you or like I think they have a crush on you and like I think if that's the case then I think it's okay because it's like you're not purposely leading them on but I think if you are purposely leading them on, Jeffrey, I don't know. I don't know about that one. No, I promise I'm not. It's it's more like, um, okay, I want to go back to another point that we mentioned before, but like the puppy love infatuation stage of the talking stage, I guess. That's kind of like, I start like catching feelings, but then later on, I realized I don't really like them. But yeah that's basically it there's really not much to my leading on I don't do it on purpose I promise guys I'm not that by the way if you say it like that then I don't think you're leading anyone on I think it's just like you trying to figure out whether or not if you like them because obviously you spend that time and I think like the puppy love or something like that like it's obviously like infatuation and obviously you're not really thinking in the sense that like I want to be in a relationship so like I think it's okay because it's like you're not purposely doing it and once you realize that it is like I think you ended it like even with the girl with like the date like you saw that and you're like nope not it you know so I don't think so I don't think you're it's okay it's okay thank if that's you for what, yeah. yeah thank you don't worry yeah. you're, you're you're kind of enabling me but thank you 
<laughs> and just wanted to preface for anyone who's listening to this and might be interested in Jeffrey. He's like not this bad normally, I promise. Like he's a really nice guy. Like this is not a good representation of who he is. I don't know why he wants to expose himself so badly, but yeah. Um I don't know why you guys are trying to save my face. Like I I I admit I'm I'm not that great. It's okay. You guys don't have to <laughs> I mean, that's why we're here. We have three people that are in a relationship that are in like, you know, who like their partners, who are here for advice. You know, I think Wilson and Sonia have been spinning facts this entire time. So, you know, hopefully this will be very helpful for you, Jeffrey. Yes, thank you for your wise words. Also, what are your thoughts on dating apps? Like, have any of you guys used dating apps before? I have, but not seriously. I know that's what everyone says. Like, oh, I use dating apps, but it wasn't even serious. But um, it was just my friends. They used it. So I was like the profile and they were just someone talking. Like, I would not message anyone. Like, I'll just have fun swiping with them. But I never, like, gone on a date. But honestly, like, I think dating apps doesn't have, like, the best rep. But, like, I know like three people who are like in a very happy relationship right now and I think it's okay as long as like you definitely talk about like what you want in a relationship with like app because I didn't know that hinge is more for dates tinder is more for like hookups I didn't know that until after I mean I personally sorry I just cut you off Jeffrey Um, I was just saying that's like very unfortunate um yeah I don't know I've never um like used a dating app but like I remember before I had a friend who like illegally used dating apps because you have to be like a certain age to reach it right we were in high school but like I remember at the time it seemed like very fun it was like a sims-esque game I don't know I'm like I'm like someone who like really enjoys like playing those like role play simulation games. So like Sims, like BitLife, like I eat that up, you know, to me, this was like, just like a fun little, another, you know, like controller game. I was like, yeah, this is so like fun. This is great. Um, I think it's definitely interesting. My biggest thing is not that like, I don't think it's, I think dating apps can get a rep like, oh, you know, like you can't like find a serious relationship on it. I think you totally can. My biggest thing is I hate the fact that it's like geo-located and like I know it's like a really big deal like I've had friends or like you know like when you're like talking to your friends they're like oh my gosh like guess who I just like saw on like hinge from our school and it's always this like big deal like to me I think that would be like the scariest part about like using a like dating app like that the fact that I guess because it is like profile based a lot of the people you see on there are not necessarily like people you would really really want to match with you know and it's like it's just like a little bit awkward because maybe it's like someone you went to elementary school with and it's like oh you know this moment of like cognitive cognitive dissonance you're like oh you know like I don't want them to think that like you know like I don't want them to perceive me like as someone on a dating app which sounds like totally like crazy and stupid but I know a lot of my friends feel like that no, I get that because when my friends made me make 
the uh, Tinder, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't want people on campus to like perceive me that I want to like hook up and stuff. And I matched with this guy and every time I go to the club, I see him and it's so awkward and I'm really hoping he doesn't recognize me, but I saw him at our last social and like every time I've gone to the club this year, I've just seen him in the corner of my eye and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I really hope that like they know that I'm not being serious. Um, I totally like I get the what Amy was talking about like finding people that you know on dating apps that's like the hardest mountain to climb over when downloading like Hinge or Tinder because I have found I have found Brie before I found everybody else that's from our high school um, on Hinge and I feel like I would make up for it by sending them like the most cringiest most like awkward messages ever like oh my god I love you so much please marry me just to like make it less awkward but also, um, Sonia mentioned um, matching with someone on campus, right? And fun fact, I actually found my ex's friend on Tinder and we matched. And that was very awkward. Jeffrey's uh, really giving us lots of content today. Sorry, Wilson, you can go ahead. Yeah, I think just like speaking for myself, uh, I'm not the biggest believer in dating apps. I think that uh, like generally, I'm not I'm not dissing anyone that's in that kind of relationship. I just feel like it's it's a bit harder to manufacture a relationship. Um, like these things just come about like when you spend more time around some somebody. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I think dating apps, um, they work well for some people, but like for people like me, like I'm not really big on like texting or like social like talking online. So it's like really hard to like get into that, like get into a relationship off of a dating app. Like I'd, like I'd rather meet someone and like, you know, go from there, like in person. That's true. I think like not everyone is like, not everyone translates that well, like across text. And I think, especially when you're dealing with something like as like already nerve wracking as the beginning of a first relationship. I mean, like there's already, you're already like, Ten in this like tendency to like read too much into things you know or like interpret something in like the most extreme way so I think like starting a relationship like just over text you know if you don't have the opportunity to like meet up with someone can be really like difficult in that sense I agree like I think not being able to meet them right away it's hard because you don't really know what they're like in person because I think as we can as we're like all kind of saying like we're all very different on texting versus like in person so I was just like wondering for like Brianna and like Jeffrey for like being in first year like like you get to like meet a bunch of people on res and like everything like it's a lot easier to meet new people like have you like noticed that it's been easier to like talk to people and like meet people or do you think like it's still hard like how do you feel about like meeting people on camp like res and like I know there's like floor sets and stuff like that so like yeah how do you guys feel about that um floor sets is definitely a thing like it happens on like all the floors I know but for me personally like I don't know meeting friends it's been great but like in terms of meeting like a partner like <laughs> not so lucky on that end um and also just like on campus it's just like even if you do like see someone that like you're interested in it's kind of hard because like you only see you're gonna see them see them that one time 
and then like you never see them again you know because campus is so big so you I don't know like I don't have it in me but like you really I feel like have to take the courage to like go up to them and like yeah yeah I think just to add on to that it's um like you only see them that one time whereas like in high school per se things were like structured right you would go to class like every week and you would see them then so it'd be like much easier actually to like strike up a conversation or like you know just to talk to them whereas now in university you really only see people like just walking by them or like in libraries and I definitely do not have the courage either to go up to them and talk to them so it's actually been a little difficult but you know I find I'll find a way somehow no it I get that it's hard but sometimes you just have to manifest and you'll see them again like for my boyfriend I saw him once during Hoko like and then I was like hmm he's very cute and then guess what in March I saw him again and then that's when we started talking or not really but I talked to him again so you just have to manifest and hope that you see him again and that somehow there's a mutual friend that is gonna bring you guys together see if Sonia can do it you guys can all totally do it I think yeah I don't know this is just like a little like anecdote not like relevant to this conversation at all but like I think high school crushes or like liking someone in high school is just like so much more like accessible like which sounds like really like weird like diction choice but I remember like when I like like last year when my boyfriend was like there at high school like I remember like I used to like plan my roots not like plan my roots but I'd be like oh my gosh like I wonder if I see him in the halls today you know and it was like really funny because we were talking about that like the last week and I was like oh yeah like I did this like totally unhinged thing you know be like oh my gosh like da, da, da. and like I'd like if I was like wearing like something that I thought was like a cute outfit I'd be like oh my gosh like I wonder if he saw me today which I do feel bad for like university you don't really have that same routine and same structure so you know even if you did get all dressed up for class today that cute campus crush might not see it so I I feel what you say about like having like a crush and like the differences between high school and campus uh, like university but honestly like I love my boyfriend but like having a like obviously I have a fat crush on my boyfriend now but like having a crush is just have it's just so fun like even if you don't like them it's just so fun to have a crush on somebody like I don't know before I had my boyfriend like I'd have a crush everywhere like if I was at like a res or if I was in my class I'd be like this is my class crush this is my like res crush like I just had to have a crush everywhere for it to be fun I don't know if that's the same for you. Maybe Jeffrey can relate to having like having this. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think all throughout my life, I've always liked someone. So I I second that, to be honest. Maybe it's because I'm bored or maybe it's just who I am. Like, I just always have to like someone. But I'm working on it. I'm trying to just, you know, love myself, be independent, you know. I'm going to go with the latter and say it's just because it's who you are and it's just because you're romantic and you like love. I think that sounds better than, you know, the other option. Okay, yeah. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been like smearing my name all day, but like I think deep down I actually am just like a hopeless romantic and I don't know. I don't know. To end it on a positive note, while Jeffrey's still in his happy little lover boy era, um, I think 
we definitely covered a lot in this podcast. Thank you for listening if you've made it this far. Um, for everyone here, so Sonia, Jeffrey, Wilson, and Bree, what do you guys think is like the most important thing to keep in mind, like going into a relationship to wrap this up? Because I know we talked about a lot of different things, but if you could distill it down to like a single piece of advice or like parting last words, what would it be? Wilson? Yeah, I could go first. I think that definitely in a relationship, like I don't really believe in the idea of a soulmate. I think that it's more so two people that work really well together uh, would go together. And I think it's all about communication. Like that's that's the most important thing. Just figuring out what the other person likes and doesn't like, like how you control your love for them, like just respecting their boundaries. I think that's the most important thing. Um, I think for me, my little piece of advice is to really figure out what you want and what works for you. And don't ever overlook that no matter how much you like the other person. That is very good, Jeffrey. I, I think it's important to find someone who's very similar to you so that you guys can enjoy activities together, but they have different hobbies and activities that you they do so that you can like learn. And I think it's very important to always grow in your relationship by like trying new things or doing something new together. Um, this is kind of similar to like Wilson's point, I guess, but it was actually my best friend's brother who said this because we we're like, I don't know. I mean, he's four, four or five years older than us, I think. So, and he's like in a long distance relationship with his girlfriend. They've been dating for a while, you know, so it's from an unlikely source because I've literally never talked to him ever before this. But I remember my best friend telling me he was just like, oh, you know, like at the end of the day, you know, like love is a choice and the person you're in a relationship, you guys should both like actively like be choosing to like put that person and like make room for that person in your life like there's this idea that a relationship should be 50 50 but you know that can't always happen sometimes like you know like one person's going to be like 40 and one person's going to be 60 but the thing with like a relationship is you might not always know when the other person is at a 40 you know so as long as you're willing to give like 60 percent you know, be always be that 60% for your partner, I think it's like a good thing. You know, if you found the person that makes you say, yeah, I want to be 60% all the time for them, then I think you're in a good relationship. I agree with Amy. And also, um, I feel like this whole podcast, we've, just, we've been talking about relationships and all that, but like for everyone who's single, I feel like it's also just important to know, like from what I've learned, like, like appreciate being single because there's like a lot to value from that and like you learn a lot about yourself as a person and you know it's like it's okay to be like not in a relationship especially like in university where when like everyone around you seems like they're in a relationship but like I have really learned to like value my own time like I love I have a single room I love being in my single room like I love having the time <laughs> spending time alone and everything so Jeffrey, right. <laughs> you don't need to interject. You're also single here. I don't know what the point of that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bree. All right. Last point from Wilson. Yeah, my last point is I think that <clears throat> a big mistake that you should try not to fall into is, uh, in my opinion, a lot of people get into relationships because they or the other person is like lonely or unhappy with themselves. And they think that maybe having the love of another person will fill that hole uh, in their image of themselves. I think that it's really important that 
um like while you're alone that you just like you're comfortable being alone I think in my opinion the like the best relationships also happen when two happy people also get together and like they share they share their they share their happiness with each other yeah I think that's really true okay thank you all and thank you guys for listening so I hope you guys enjoyed that and I think for me at least my key takeaway is yeah there's a lot to be learned from being in a relationship, but I think there's also a lot to be learned when you're not in a relationship, you know, whether it's just from enjoying like being single or learning from the couples around you. I think both are like really valuable experiences. And at the end of the day, you should be able to like be content and like totally enjoy the relationship you have with yourself first and foremost. So again, thank you so much for listening and Hope you guys stay tuned for the rest of our podcast episodes. Bye, guys.